Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, baby. It's, we're, we're dusting off this old podcast to talk about sports. Mm-hmm. Yep. Similar to the coronavirus, people thought it was over, didn't want to see it again, but it's back, and we're not fucking around this, is, this time, brother. No, this is the Delta variant of the High Vertical Podcast. <laughs> high Vertical Delta variant. <laughs> um... The, let's 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 tell the people what this podcast is now um to make it more s- focused and maybe narrow it down f- to allow maybe get fans in on these particular teams into the podcast then we can eventually branch out we are going to solely focus on the Miami Dolphins and the Sacramento Kings now listen. yes <laughs> the, best, the best the best sports franchise in the world <laughs> Sacramento Kings baby the uh the fourth t- the the team Ben Simmons thinks he's too good for <laughs> well, he is a young socialite you can't unless you're socializing <laughs> with meth heads going to Sacramento is not a great great move folks we're gonna it's gonna be a Dolphins Bucks podcast primarily we're still gonna talk about general NFL stuff and like major college football news so, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun adventure. I follow the Dolphins religiously. I've watched every press conference of most of all the players. Yeah. We'll follow a bunch of the beat reporters. I'm definitely clued in on what the Dolphins are thinking and doing. I mean, as it, far is, as, like, it is what it is. Like, we, we just have an, an autistic understanding of football. Um, yeah, for know. our specific teams. Yes. Like, I couldn't tell you anything about most any other team, really. I have a general I, 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 other than like the general understanding of the team, but like as far as like I, I don't it's like I was uh for example, if we're gonna talk about the Bucks, I was going through the Bucks YouTube channel and I was like, I guess I'm gonna have to subscribe now to watch these guys do press conferences. Yeah. And uh I watched Vita Veyas before the game and I was watching it, I was like, This dude's about to fuck some shit up. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So I guess we're going to, so the way this pod, the structure of this episode is going to go is we're, we're going to talk about Bucks, Cowboys, and then Nick's, uh, what Nick's want, what Nick wants to see from the Bucks this season. Then we'll move on to some Dolphins preview for the Patriots and then what I want to see from their season. And then we'll talk and do some NFL news and some college, uh, football news. Yeah. So now, now do you, we should get this out of the way now, you know, just a little, little brainstorming live for our, our vast audience. Um, uh, do you want to do two of these a week? Do like a, a one recap episode, then one preview episode? Like do like a Tuesday, Friday kind of schedule? I mean, this one's okay. going to come out on a Saturday just because of, you know, you, yeah. you're you're out there chasing gas. The okay, I'm, not, I'm in favor so, of that. I'm in favor right. of that. All right. Yeah, let's let's do that. And then we'll we'll see what happens when basketball season comes around. But, you know. Yeah. Well, then we'll just switch over to Heat Celtics. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have that. Yeah, that's my little curveball. Uh, Tampa Bay than Celtics. Yeah. Uh. So, Nick, uh, let me set up this game for you. Okay. This had to be, if not the greatest opening day game of all time. It was amazing. Dallas Cowboys Bucks. I thought it was going to be a blowout Bucks. I thought Dallas had no shot, it and sure I was been. shocked. Yeah, it was 
awesome. And I just got to gotta give a quick shout out to Tom Brady, the GOAT. That dude can still throw for 400 yards. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. And he was dropping dimes. It, like His chemistry with Gronk and AB is insane. Oh, it's yeah. like they have some old, old blood, old NFL blood. Even though AB to me hasn't even been in the NFL that to me he's been like what last I don't know. He doesn't feel like he's that old. I mean, he was out for like a whole year and a half. Yeah, basically. but to me it's like it's only like thirty two. Yeah, to me, yeah, I feel like he's still in his. He's still in like he's in the. Uh, he's waning, but it's still he's still playing at a really high level. Keep in mind, Gronk's only thirty two as well. That's crazy to me too. Yeah. Gronk looked so good. I've got to like my uh, before I'll let you go, Nick. My 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 biggest. I got to give out the game balls. I got to give it to Gronk, Tom Brady, and Vita Vea. Those three mm-hmm. guys single handedly won the game for you and the referees. But we'll look at that. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's go into that. Tell everyone talking about a push off. You can push off on these nuts. All right. That was a fucking great play. Let him play. Let him play. He was also the guy was backpedaling. Okay. <laughs> There was hand fighting on both sides. You let him play. You can't. You can't call that. And then I, also not call the blatant holding call that got the Cowboys in field goal position when they were holding Vita Vea. They there was. I don't think there was a single oh, yeah. play where Vita Vea wasn't held the whole night. I mean that's yeah, hyperbole, he but was he was problem. held a lot, and they called it like yeah. once. All right. Yeah. So, Let's, you know, fucking try to take the <laughs> consolation out there. Don't don't take it up with Chris Godwin or the refs, all right? Take it up with fucking Greg Lake. All right, it's not my fault Greg he missed all those Oh, goals. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Man, I was hearing some shit in camp about Ryan Suckup, our kicker, having a rough time in camp. So I was incredibly nervous. It was a 36-yard field goal to win the game. Um, Bucks won at 31-29. I was incredibly incredibly nervous when he was lining up for that last second field goal and my man was down the middle the entire night he said dallas can yeah. suck up on these nuts and he kicked that game winner <laughs> and, and i was i i was <laughs> i was one of the I, I had people over at my place basically when i'm watching this game and which is which is torture why do you you I didn't want to do that. So I (laughs) here's the thing. I invited Alex, which every all of our our diehards know is my brother, and I invited him over. He's he's been he's seen you and he's seen you at your your worst. That that's allowable, but like allowing anybody else other than people in the close circle that see you watch a Bucks game, it's not fun. It's like so not fun. You take the fun out of watching I was like, I I wanted to watch Alex and then our our friend Kurt, okay? And it's like, yeah, I can do that small group, whatever. And they understand. Like, they understand, like, the cosmic forces of football. Um, Yeah, they understand you watching football, first of all. They understand you watching it. Because I watch it correctly, because I'm right, all right? I'm right. (laughs) Like, I was watching it, and, like, that whole drive, like, in the... In the fourth quarter, when Dallas scored to make it 28-26, I was like, Cowboys are going to fucking win this game. Cowboys are going to win this game. I'm wearing a new shirt that I bought, new for this season at least. It's the a, a picture of Antoine Winfield giving Tyreek Hill the peace sign. You know, I'm wearing that. I'm oh, like, yeah. this is feeling the wrong. Shirt. This is feeling wrong. And then fucking, like, fantasy-wise, too, in the two leagues I'm in, I'm oh, going against fuck. Amari Cooper and Rob Gronkowski. 
who do I yeah, have? I have Zeke and I have Chris Godwin, who had a, a overall statistically good game. But it gets to my player <laughs> is about to score a touchdown score. Oh, to make it a two possession game at the two fucking yard line. Gets the ball popped out, fumbles, the loses it. Cowboys dude. recover. They go down and, and you know take the lead on a field goal. I fucking rip off that new shirt. No W's in that shirt. I throw in my Brady white jersey. I go out there and I watch the fucking goat lead a a, a fucking. Master was watching that dude. That is amazing to watch. Like people are laughing at me because I'm changing the shirt into the jersey. I'm like, you motherfuckers watch. But I was saying the whole time, the Cowboys are gonna win. Cowboys are gonna win. I switched the jersey. I'm like, all right, let's see what happens here. Fucking Tom Brady masterpiece of a drive. The refs who had been calling bullshit on the Bucks the entire night and letting a bunch of things from the Cowboys go. Let a let let's Chris Godwin play. Let's that man play. He gets a great catch, redeems himself. Kick goes right down the middle. Bucks win. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. That was my experience watching that game. Yeah, it, it was. It was awesome, dude. Dude, look, get this. This is fucking crazy. The Bucks are the first. So I wasn't wrong to say the Bucks are going to lose because everyone's like, oh, it kind of felt like the Bucks going to win the whole time. This is how crazy it was that they won. This was a classic Bucks game. All right, four turnovers to Dallas is one. That's a minus three turnover differential combined with allowing 450 yards of offense to the Cowboys combined with over a hundred yards and penalties. The first team ever in NFL history to win a game when all three of those things happen. That and the Cowboys looked good. Dak looked incredible. Dak got some pressure and was just fucking dropping dimes himself. Their game plan was great. I think their game plan was great because I think they were definitely compensating for the missing of um what's their uh, big Zach Martin oh, Zach Martin Zach Martin and they had to fill him in with I think a rookie and the way that it, this happens to the this is happening to the Dolphins that's why I kind of noticed this when teams have a rookie guard in there the only thing they want them to do is not to collapse under pressure. They don't yes. really care how, how you run block. They don't really care how you pass block. Just don't fall into the quarterback and just give them like at least enough time. But in doing that, your run game is going to suffer significantly. And that's what happened to the Cowboys. They only ran Zeke only ran the ball, I think, five times in the first half. Yeah. No, he, he like, ran it like nine times the entire game. He was just completely, yeah. like, almost completely cut I out mean, of the game. Yeah. Yeah, and if I and honestly, the, if the Cowboys they got to run the ball. If they were running the ball, they wouldn't beat you guys. They're just cho- they're they're going too fast. Yeah, I think they didn't in general. Yeah, in general, it worked. Yeah, they they management. Yeah, the they should have ran the ball run. more on the last drive, I guess. But it also like it makes sense because yeah, you got the rookie offensive lineman in there uh, on the interior. Also, teams haven't been able to run it on the Bucks really successfully in the past two years, outside of maybe a couple of different performances. Um, and if there is any weakness, especially after Sean Murphy bunting dislocated his elbow in the first quarter, and we had Jordan Whitehead out anyway with a hamstring issue, you know, attack the secondary. And it, I mean, Dak was playing great. He was hot. He was on it. So it it made sense. I think they could have stolen the game for sure. But um, I mean, shit. It was just like overall, I think the Bucks have a lot more to feel good about because like they played about as bad as they can. I, I wouldn't say bad. 
because guys, you know, yeah. Gronk and everything, they, Brady they played, played well. The classic, they, they, they played the classic heavyweight champion. They just stood in there, took the punches, just, just wanted to get the W. But they, he, Tom Brady, was, I listened to the press conference at the end, like, He's well aware of like the like they miss on a lot of stuff. Yeah, they all and I think everyone in that locker room, they're not stupid. They know that like they they've fucked yeah. up a lot and they were lucky to get away with the win. Like if they weren't as talented as they are, they wouldn't have won. But they're just so stacked that like guys can make plays down the stretch to for one keep them in it and then to win the game. So yeah. Um also, uh interestingly enough, Lael Collins, uh Tackle for the Cowboys oh, yes. suspended yes, five games for PED. So uh, anyone that wants to talk about Chris Godwin pushing off can go fuck themselves. Fuck yeah. Anyway, I gotta, that's all I, I, gotta, I, okay. all I have on the game. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, worry was things that worried me about the Bucks going forward. Run game was pretty weak, in my opinion. I didn't really. I think Leonard Fournette. I do like Leonard Fournette in the number seven jersey, though. Yeah, I'll say I thought, that. I thought Lenny odd. had some good runs all in all. Rojo he, getting pulled in the Rojo first half was not good. Yeah, he got really cold. That that interception by Leonard Fournette, like literally, like <sighs> over his head. That mm-hmm. was terrible. That was so bad. Um, that worried me. Um, and your pass rush was um, not the pass rush wasn't there throughout the whole yeah. game. I would say it got there in the second half, but during the first half. Both teams couldn't get to the quarterback, really. Well, well, contextually, for for the Bucks front seven, I thought they played a good game all in all because they did get some pressure. And certain yes, it wasn't like they yes. weren't getting some. pressure. I mean, they were consistent. They weren't. They weren't. They were. They were trying to get to him, but Dak was just too fast with it. They were. They were also keeping typically keeping a tight end and Zeke in the block mostly. So they had yeah. about usually had, six or seven had blockers. One sack. Shaq yeah. Barrett had one. He had the lone sack. Yeah, but he Shaq. was getting. He was trying. I, you could tell he was really trying to go. He was getting pressure. But again, on Tyron Smith was, was on uh, PEDs. So yeah, lay, or Leal Collins on PEDs. Tyron <laughs> Smith. Out of, I mean, probably, yeah. but um, yeah. And Vita Vea was getting pressure. Jason Pierre-Paul was doing all right. Oh, he was doing his job. Yeah. Well, Vita Vea to me, he just had to plug up the the a gaps, and he just did that like, yeah. all night. And so. it's it's crazy. Like he dominated the game, but he had not a single statistic the entire night. I mean, he had like pressures. It's and stuff. so weird. It's that, like that, like it, like that position gets no love statistically. Nah. That that nose tackle position, it's yeah, he, like a, one of the most. It's like you only you have to watch football. You have to actually watch it to understand his impact on the game because you can you can't really watch that game and not see him always pushing the center backwards. Yeah, he was just bullying like people in the interior. Yeah. He was just straight up bullying. He was like fucking like they they were holding him the whole night. He's like fucking gonna hold me. Like I'm just gonna push you back into fucking Dak. <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah. make you sack and, Dak then. And the combo of him and Dominic and Sue like really works. Yeah, it's a stack team. I thought you know, yeah, definitely some guys that had rough games. Jamel Dean had oh, a rough yeah. game. Um, Your corners had a rough game. Overall. Yeah, Carlton Davis injuries. played good, yeah. but Jamel yeah. Dean had a rough time. Um, Your secondary, I mean, secondary. Who's the safety had to come out because of it? He had to get the uh, IV. William. Oh, uh, Mike Edwards. Who's our, yeah, already our backup safety? But Jordan Whitehead yeah. should be back next week. He's our, our starting. Strong I thought your safety. rookies. I thought your rookies really stepped in well, though. I uh, thought they did a pretty decent job. Oh, Joe Tryon. Oh, oh, Andrew no, Adams. No, no. You mean? Yeah, Andrew Adams. I thought he did. He did commit a penalty, yeah. but I think he did it on purpose so he wouldn't give up a touchdown. But yeah, he's a vet. He did have. A, but uh, he was pretty good. Yeah, he's a vet, but he um, is he? He's uh, mostly a special teams player. 
But he is also another guy that when we injured both of our safeties uh, in the Green Bay game in the NFC Championship, he stepped in and he held it down at least. He wasn't a complete liability. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the Bucks obviously have a, a higher trajectory to hit. The Cowboys as well. Um, they seem like they're going to get better throughout the year. Yeah, but yeah I agree Cowboys with you. Can I, definitely, uh, I think the Cowboys are going to win their division, honestly, at this point. Yeah, after I, that, that game. That offense looked pretty good. Yeah, after that I got to see them against Washington's defense, but after that, I think. Yeah, they made a believer out of me last night. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it was probably the best opening day game that I remember seeing. Exciting. It's Very. crazy stuff happening. Like the two, the the uh, the missed field goal by the Cowboys. You guys get the ball. Tom Brady throws an interception. And then they go out and they try to kick it again and they miss it, right? Is that what happened? Um, or no, they, no, there was like a, that, that situation at the end of the first half. Well, yeah, the sequence was, um, so like, Ronald Jones like fumbled. Greg Zerline missed the kick. Yes. Then uh, Tom threw an interception. Then I think Dallas scored a field goal off of that, or maybe a touchdown or something like that. Okay. And then uh, yeah, and then Brady like went down. He scored with AB, oh, and then right. he went down he the field with again. AB. Then he went down the field oh, again. Yes. Um, and then he threw an interception that almost got taken. It was a hail mary interception <laughs> that almost got taken to the house. Um, yeah, an offensive lineman was able to stop it, like luckily at the fifty yard line. That was I was sweating a little bit. Yeah, that was a great sequence. Yeah, just That's entertaining. A, that was just an entertaining, yeah, really game. entertaining. Yeah, um, the Bucks. Tom Brady never really disappoints when you need him to, huh? Fuck, no, he's, he's the goat, man. When he when he had his head just you know down on the bench, that that should have been the signal for everyone. Like, all right, this this is gonna this is gonna be wrapped up. Tom's gonna close this yeah. out, and he did just. Like, like I oh, said, I got to talk about my favorite my drive. favorite sequence throughout the whole game easily was mm-hmm. the last drive. Tom was driving the ball down. They're get they're in the red zone. Brian Leftwich calls in a play. Tom Brady looks at it and he goes, "No, no, no!" Yeah, yeah. He's like turns nah. around, opens opens the wrist, calls his own play. Fucking then he fucking uh he. It was a play, it was a, a great pass that got you guys even closer to I think Scotty Miller. Uh, no, I think it was Gronk it was. again. It was Godwin. It was Gronk. Whatever. It was. It was, was it the back ins- shoulder one? The one. Yes, that back shoulder. Thought, oh, oh, that yes. was the Chris Godwin one. Everyone that the yes. everyone thought the penalty was on. Yes, and I, I, dude, I was like, holy shit, that was yeah. awesome. Tom Brady just said, "Fuck you, Brian Love," which this place sucks. I'm gonna call this one. Yeah, I, I love that Tom's kind of got that confidence now too. I mean, I think he's always had it, but now he's got the confidence in the system where he can really check Byron and be like, "Nah," because you could tell like week 17 last year, like it was hilarious. There was it was a game against the Falcons. Um, Tom was in the red zone and. They called this play, and it was just like a really sloppy play. Like the fucking routes were all converging on each other. Like it didn't make any sense at all. Like I don't even know why it's in their playbook. And Tom just looks over at the bench at Byron Leftwich and just shouts out, "That was a fucking stupid fucking play call." And then he goes back, calls his own play, and then fucking touchdown to Chris Godwin. <laughs> and it was just like amazing. And then Byron Leftwich just on something like, "All right." <laughs> so because I think Tom's older than Byron Leftwich, so. Oh yeah, I, I think, think Byron Leftwich is a great coordinator, and he's come a long way in a couple of years. Oh but. yeah, by the time when Brady's done with him, dude, he's going to be a pretty a pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to be head coach. Working, he yeah, might take over for Bruce. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that would not is. be yeah. working with Brady and BA, and then working against a Todd Bowles defense and practice all the time. Like, I mean, the guy's yeah. going to be sharp. 
So, and then he has Kyle Trask waiting to take the throne. Kyle Trask Tom Brady. from the goat. Yeah, fucking red shirt Kyle Trask. I I can't wait to see more from him. I they didn't really give him a lot of opportunities. Yeah. to um, I saw I saw some practice some practice of um they were doing red zone practice stuff and he was lining up. So I think he's just got to stay the course. You know, he's a he's been a backup forever. So yeah, when they let him stay play the with course. with guys that aren't currently working at Walmart now, then I think that he'll be pretty good. <laughs> But I guess we'll did they, did they So they signed him to the practice squad? No, he's on the roster. He's just like never oh, on, the on the active roster. He's the third string quarterback. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got to okay. keep him on the roster. He's second round quarterback. Somebody would definitely poach him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As, All right. As far so as. So what's your. What do, what do you predict or what do you see? What do you want? I mean. Bucks? Let me. So try to contextualize this. Um. Winning the Super Bowl is like doing heroin. <laughs> oh God, I can only, I only, I can only imagine what that feels like. I want to feel it. You know, and you know what the only thing better than doing heroin is? <laughs> doing it again. <laughs> doing more heroin, buddy. <laughs> you got to get more. Uh, I got to get more. I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna get real sick. So I wanna. <laughs> I want another Super Bowl. No excuses. We're all in. We're all in on this. On oh yeah, your team is seasons. your team is the cream of the crop of the NFC. So I don't. Yeah. I it is definitely Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's tough. It's and the NFC. I think is tougher this year for sure. So it's not going to be easy. Yeah. We clearly have a lot to clean up. But again, like us playing, like fucking no other team could play as sloppy as we played last night and win against the Cowboys. I don't think. So let me see your schedule. I think How tough is your schedule? It's pretty easy for them. I mean, there's definitely. I think overall, like a lot. So of you got the Falcons, the Rams, and the Patriots are your next three yeah. games. It is a tough. The start Rams to and Patriots. Yeah. Then you got the Dolphins. Then you yes. got the Eagles, and then you got the and then you got the. Uh, After the Dolphins, it's a it it gets it quite a bit a easier. Bit. Yeah. 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 Not as not as many tough games. I mean, depending on how you feel about the Saints. Um, which, I don't know about the Saints either, which I, I'm not buying. I'm not buying a ton of the hype over. either. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they'll be entertaining to watch. Jameis is a, an entertaining quarterback. He's going to get a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Still going to yeah, throw a lot of picks. You, yeah. Once you get past week five, it's like you guys should, you have games that you should win. Yeah, I think we should be Up like. Up week 12. Honestly, I would say like uh, the the floor for this team should be 12 and five. Um, yeah. That's the floor. Yeah, this schedule is very, very doable. Realistic ceiling, like 15 and 2. You know, because they're probably going to drop a game or two. I'm not going to be delusional and say they'll go 17 and 0. That'd be amazing, but I just don't think that that's going to happen. It's 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 not. I don't think it's going to happen. But this schedule, to me, you have you do have hard games, but it is a uh, very doable. I th- I think the Bucks are the best team in every one With of their the easy games. Schedule, yeah. <laughs> With an yeah. easy schedule, yeah. I, so I, there's no excuse. They shouldn't win the division. They should set themselves up for a first-round bye. We'll see what happens with yeah. that. But in the NFC, At I think the NFC guys- has a lot of like 11-6, and 12-5 teams, so the Bucks just need to win a couple more than that to solidify that first-round bye. Yeah. You guys got to have to yeah, win the division and get the bye. Yeah. That's that's all my expectations are. Just fucking just give daddy his, his fix in February. 
Alright. And I am I am daddy in this scenario. Daddy? Daddy. Alright, boy. The Miami Dolphins play the New England Patriots. Now I did not watch any um press conferences for the Dolphins as I should have. I planned on doing it, but I was so tired from organizing the party yesterday. That's okay. I didn't, but my, um, my perspective on the Dolphins to lead you into this contextualization is that mm, mm. they have been victimized by basically yes. Deshaun's camp wanting so badly to play in Miami. But I think that's a good thing because I don't think that this Dolphins organization has given up on Tua in any sense. I'm not buying that. And I also think that if one of the best young quarterbacks had a little bit of a problem off the field, um, he wants to play for the Dolphins. That's a good sign. That's a sign that that's a team that's doing things the right way. So you guys should be positioned to at least get a wild card. And I'm not as high on the Bills as a lot of other people are. So I think there is an outside chance to perhaps win the division, although it will be tough because mm-hmm. I do think the Bills and Patriots are still good teams. That's my contextualization. Mm-hmm. So what is your perspective on where the Dolphins are at, the quarterback situation, and what you think will happen? The Dol- I, I don't know how to, else to say this, but there is like a, there is a hit campaign out on the Dolphins right now on every mainstream football news network. Everybody is so down on the Dolphins. No love. Being hot. Everybody is everybody thinks New England Patriots are back. I I doubt it. I don't think so. Um everybody is everybody is saying Mac Jones is a sure thing. People are saying, oh, I know what Mac Jones is. I know what Mac Jones is. And they're like, I don't know what Tua is. Tua has played nine games in the NFL. Nine games. Started. His He, he was, I think he finished nine and, uh, nine and three. And he had a positive win record. He, he was coming back from a major hip surgery. Had no preseason. No, 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 no real offseason training. The roughest year re- for, uh, he was for just a rookie quarterback to start their yeah. time in the NFL. And now Tua is back. Tua is back. He is healthy. He is his hip is one hundred percent. He's worked out in the off season. He's looks he looks bigger. His arm looks good. And and I'm just gonna say like one of my favorite uh, shout out to Omar Kelly of the Sun Sentinel, my favorite uh, Dolphins beat reporter. He is the most. He is so hard on the Dolphins, dude. He like makes fun of the Dolphins on Sunday whenever they lose for the last past fourteen seasons. He's hilarious. I love him, and he's like he said. This is Tua looks like for like Ryan Tannehill in his fourth year in his fourth season, which is a saying a lot because it took Ryan Tannehill to get four seasons to where Tua is now. And Ryan Tannehill, I would say, would you say is a good quarterback in the he's NFL? He's at least top fifteen at this point. Yeah, right. He's a good and, quarterback, and he's and Tua is ahead of schedule. I would say for him. So that's where I'm at. I think t- I I believe in Tua. I don't want Deshaun Watson. I want to win with Tua. I want to win with that guy because I because he's a really good dude. You can tell, and everybody likes him. And he's Hawaiian. You got to root for the Hawaiian quarterback, dude. You so, got to. Yeah, absolutely. That's in the rule book. And and then and I got to re- and and people are sleeping on the Dolphin defense. The Dolphin defense. I'm looking at it is right scary. now. Scary. It looks good. Scary. It looks scary. Good. I want you to look at the at, at, at a player, Nick, and I want you to read out his um, read out his weight and his height. Raekwon Davis. Oh, Ray, I mean, I'm a I'm a big believer in Raekwon. 
All right, let, we, let me read out his height and weight, though, because I don't, I don't know that off the top of my head. I am not that autistic. All right. Six foot seven, 330 pounds, coming out of nose. Meridian, Mississippi. He's playing nose tackle. He's playing in the middle. He is going to be a star. People don't understand how good that guy is. He could be this guy. He's dude. He was getting coaching from uh, Vince Wilfork this offseason in training camp for like two weeks. Ooh, I love Vince yeah. Wilfork. And and I and I gotta say this whole de- Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Byron Jones is gonna be better this season. And X is gonna fucking. He's at least gonna get six picks this season. At least if people throw to him. I mean, he could oh, just they, completely they, shut yeah. down this side of the field, which is still it's going it, yeah, to gonna be – he's he's not that – he is not like a – to me, a, a, a he's not a lockdown cornerback. He is a cornerback that is in, really instinctive on the ball and plays and plays off the receiver. Like he, he'll, he'll give up passes every now and again, but his ball – the way he plays the ball is like the best. He's a very instinctive player. Be a risk reward I, for the quarterback for sure. Yeah, and I love. I think our defensive line, I think, is going to shine this season. We've been we built it up. We have really good depth there. I yeah. love. I, I'm really excited to see what we do with Jalen Phillips, the rookie we took at defensive end. At outside, he's actually playing outside linebacker, but yeah, yeah and our offense, dude. Look at our receivers. Yeah, you guys added a lot of weapons. We added we at we that's Dolphins attacked where they needed Jalen Waddle looks like a stud. People, think, dude, look at look at Jamar Chase, look at Devontae Smith, and look at Jalen Waddle. Like Jalen Waddle has had a hell of a camp. He's had a really good preseason. People, I can't like Dolphins staff and like coaches are like thoroughly impressed. Yeah, I mean, right now you guys have good receivers like just your top six right now but you got albert wilson matt collins monte parker jalen waddle preston williams jakeem grant and you're still gonna have uh will fuller come back yeah and and now now this is where i'm gonna say this is the the weakest spot of the team is the offensive line yeah austin Austin Jackson jackson looks has looked pretty bad this preseason and he's out with covid now uh He's out with COVID now, so we're probably going to be starting a rookie, Liam Eikenberg from Notre Dame, second round. Are you going to kick him over to left tackle? E- yes. No, no, I think the plan the plan is probably to move Jesse Davis to left tackle and put Liam at right tackle because he played right tackle in college. Oh, okay. Or or you put Liam at left tackle. It's uh, That's the big uh, discussion going on within Dolphins Twitter is who, how, what the offensive line starting lineup is going to be. Because it's there's a lot of because Greg we saw we traded for Greg Little at the end of the training camp and he plays right tackle uh, he plays tackle so what happened there's, to that, could be three there, to that guy from be the a lot Titans of variations that you guys traded for did he not oh make my team? god dude he cut him the next day dude <laughs> wow so he's out Isaiah of the Wilson. NFL Isaiah Wilson oh yeah he's out yeah he's out of the NFL wow man fucked it up for sure. It's funny. I'm looking at Isaiah Wilson now, and they there's a picture of a white guy for some reason. That's definitely not him. Okay, Isaiah Wilson. Yeah, he's the kid needs help. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm seeing. But Ooh. all right, so now to move on to my preview for the game. People are choosing 
the Patriots to win this game. The Patriots are favored, I think, two and a half points. Mm-hmm. This this game is so important. It's so important. It's so important. There's so there's so much on the line for fans in this game for bragging rights for how the next week is going to go. If Tua fucks up and does a shitty job, I don't think I'll be able to live myself. myself. It's going to be a rough week. It's going to be a rough week to week two if that oh happens. And even if you yeah. guys lose, but he plays good, and it's just a duel between him and Mac I, Jones. I, I, I'll be, I, dude, I, if Tua plays good, I'll, I'll scream. That's all I want. That's all I care about, really, this whole season is for Tua's development. But I feel like the Dolphins need to win this game because our schedule is really hard. Our schedule is mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Let me read out the first couple. Let me read out the first. We got we play Buffalo next week at home. That's a loss. That's going to look like a loss to me at least. That's a that's probably going to be a loss. I could see an upset. I could see an upset too because the Dolphins did get embarrassed last game of the season. I want to kill myself? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. It was terrible. And then we play the Vegas Raiders in Vegas. Which I think that's a win. That has to. Yeah, we have to beat I'm the not, Vegas Raiders. We have, I'm actually we looking at your schedule. It's not that bad. Then we play the Colts. Depending on like, who knows how what they're gonna. Their defense is good, but who you know how we don't know how Carson Wentz is gonna be. You should win that game if you're a playoff. We should team, win you that should game. win. And then we play the Bucks. We're going to that game. We are going to that game. I'm so excited. Um, but it. We need I, we need to win this game because if we can get stealed from the Patriots, I think it's going to do really good favor for us in the wild card hunt. If you if can, we can steal one now, if you go into Tampa three and one, that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, they leave their four and one or three and two, not the end of the world. If 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 you're going in three and one and it doesn't feel like a must win, there's not a bunch of pressure. You guys will probably play better against Tampa Bay. That's my opinion. Yeah, and Tampa is going to be a really good. I think. New England is also a really good barometer test where where I think where I think this team is at. I think we should beat New England very easily, and that's because New England is without any real like skill receiver. What who are Mac Jones's receivers really? Nelson Aguilar. Yes, Nelson Aguilar is one. Is they, the, all right. Here's a better here's a better question for you. Is the Dolph is the Dolphins quarterback group better than the Patriots receiving group? And by a lot, right? It's not oh, even close yeah, yeah, by yeah. the talent. Yeah, it's not even close. Absolutely. And Stefan Gilmore is not playing for the first five weeks for the Patriots. Yes, he is out. He and might get traded. The too. Patriots lost another corner start. Uh, I think. I think they lost another cornerback to an injury. They're weak. They're they're low. They're really low on a, at um at a cornerback. And then to me. The the thing about the New England is that I think their defensive line is a little suspect. I think it's all right. I think it's pretty solid. Now, let's see. I think they 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 definitely signed guys, but Deshaun God, Devon Godshaw is a third string on the Dolphins defense. They do have Christian Barmore <laughs> behind him, though. Christian Barmore could right. I mean, for Week One, correct, but over the season. Yeah. Christian Barmore should, in theory, elevate up to that starting position. Matt Judon, when I haven't seen what he's going to be yet. Yeah. And then we got fucking Kyle Van Pussy. Who played well in New England. He does. So we'll see. We'll see. I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup, but I think the Patriots' run game is probably going to decide the game. 
Yeah, I mean, I, that team I, is that those running backs to me are like the best heat they've had in a pretty while in a long time. Dude, they're stacked at running back. They really are. Um, they're one yeah, of Damian the few Harris teams too that has a, a fullback. Yeah, Damian Harris. Uh, Ramondre right. Stevenson is getting Garrett Blunt comparisons from what I've read. James White has his role. Very good check down option for a yeah. rookie quarterback. Um, I'm going to be interested to see how Hunter Henry and John is, what the, that two tight end thing is going to look like. My opinion is that it's going to be a really close game between you guys. It's going to be one I watch. Yeah, it's, quite it's two points. I think it's it's two points right now. I I am gonna I'll I'll choose the Dolphins. Obviously, I, I hope the Dolphins win. I'm never going to really choose against them. But yeah, I agree, this would be a yeah, big I game. I think it's a game. It's a big game. This is a really big game, dude. This is huge. Yeah, there's so much on the line. Uh, all right, so give me your um your record prediction for the Dolphins. Like, what what's the range? You think what's what's the, the floor? The floor and then the ceiling. The floor to me has is a ten wins. That's the floor. We have to mm. be better than last year, and we have to compete for the. We have to actually compete for the wild card. We have to get the wild card. We have to at least get very close again to getting the wild card and getting to the playoffs. To me, if we get to the playoffs, this se- the season's a huge success. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's all I want. I think to me, if we can get to the playoffs, I'm like, we did a good job any way possible that's that's that lets my and it and i want to see Tua actually grow i want to see i want to see more from him i want to see him like grow as a quarterback and grow as a leader and grow as a uh, miami dolphin because i i want him to be the 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 russell wilson the Cecil wilson i want him to be our savior i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something eric as a as a fan that is you know He's got a little experience watching his team, you know, have some success in the playoffs. Um, I think beginning of the year, if you lose to New England, uh, it's a big game, but it's not the end of the world if you guys lose to New England. It's more important to beat them in that Week 18 game in January in Miami. And if you go into the playoffs on a win streak and you're hot, that's going to be the Dolphins will be a very fun team to watch. If you, I think winning the division is super important to you guys for playoff success. Um, I, I, I think Buffalo has our number. I don't know. I think they're just they're, they're going to beat us. I, I, if we, I don't know about Buffalo. That's to me, Buffalo is the biggest question. I think New England has a really easy schedule, so it's going to be really hard to keep up with them. So it's it's like a, a it's the Dolphins' schedule is like I wouldn't say it's difficult by any means. If you look, they don't have a bye week after week six after their London game. They don't have a bye till week fourteen. Oh, so wait. like I'm really worried. Yeah, I'm really worried about the uh, the health of the team. So well, uh, the late I think the late bye is good as long as you're in the playoff hunt. The Bucks had a late bye last year. Came out of that bye. I think their bye was like week thirteen. Came out of that bye, won four in a row. And then just kept winning in the in the playoffs. So I think having that late buy could benefit you. Any buy yeah, between like, like week look 10. Look at the last three. Look at the last good. three games. The last three games at New Orleans, Monday Night Football. That's going to be hard in the huge. Superdome. Then we go to then we go to Tennessee. Short week. It's going to be cold as fuck tennessee then we come back home to play new england i think that new england game is probably going to be like whoever wins this is going to the playoffs it could be if i mean for you guys to win a playoff game i think you'd 
you have to be the fifth seed and play whoever is in that fourth AFC seed, which I think will probably be Tennessee, uh, which that would be a great playoff matchup with, you know, two overs, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Man, um, it's going to be a fun season. I'm excited. Yeah, very excited for this. All right, so I guess we'll, we'll transition to general NFL news. I guess we'll look at the uh, schedule, see what's worth even watching. Um Seahawks, Colts. I guess Carson Wentz is going to play. Yes, he is. Shockingly, I wonder how he's going to do. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, now that Carson Wentz playing, it could be a good game. I had the Seahawks as a for sure win, but when there's I heard a the lot Wentz of one o'clock snoozers. There's some snoozers at one o'clock. Well, they're like interesting snoozers, though. I'll give it that. Like Jacksonville and Houston are two teams that, in my opinion, are going nowhere. But Trevor That's Lawrence debut. Bad. It should it yeah. should be a master class. Like if you thought last night was sloppy. Thursday night was sloppy. I bet you're gonna see a lot of sloppiness in Jacksonville, Houston. Um, yeah. I got, yeah, I got, I still got Seattle winning against the Colts. I got the, um, the Jags. I'll the go Jags. with, I'll go with, I'll go with Seattle on that too. I'm not sure about Carson once, so I'll definitely choose Seattle. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time to practice. That's my big, my big gripe mm-hmm. with it. Um, uh, Pittsburgh, get, Buffalo. I think Pittsburgh's gonna suck nuts this year. That's yeah. my big prediction. I think they'll start off good and then suck nuts later in the year like they did last year. Seven wins. Yeah, I think that about seven, eight wins about right to me. Yeah, I think I think Buffalo beats Pittsburgh. Did you have the Jags Carolina, being, the, being Houston? Yeah, I got the Jags. I think Trevor Lawrence is good enough to beat that terrible Houston defense. Yeah. But uh, Jet, Jets, Carolina Panthers. Now, that's interesting. Yeah. Sam Darnold. It's a shot of redemption. Sam Darnold's back. Got a shot of redemption. Do you still believe in Sam Darnold? I know that you had bought a lot of Sam Darnold stock in his draft. I I think I'm, I sold it. Mm. I sold it. Yeah. But I do you know who stock I do have. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. I, I like Zach Wilson. What do you think about the Patrick Mahomes comparisons? Uncomparable. You cannot. <laughs> it's fucking that. ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. How can you compare that little white kid? He might be Patrick Mahomes. No, 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 no. It's fucking... he'll, be, he'll be lucky if he's fucking uh, Baker Mayfield. So, Yeah. Uh, I think, but uh, in, in, in the person who I have the most stock in that I'm, I would bet my house on, Trey Lance. I got my money on that kid. Yeah, well. Not this season. I don't, I'm not sure about this season, but I'm just saying overall as like his a career. He's going to be special. I'm very interested to to see if they actually do have any plays for him uh, this week. They, I know that they had thought about, even though he won't be I the starter. I think he was injured. Oh, yeah, he I did got, hear he, he was, broke He's his coming back from injury. Yeah, yeah, he may not get it this week. San Francisco should absolutely be Detroit. That should be a, yeah. I mean, a, a survivor pool this year, and I think I'm going to take San Francisco this week. I don't see any way that they lose that game. No. Um, uh, Chargers, Washington's pretty good. I actually have Washington Which, winning that one. Me too, and I, I and I honestly just think it's because I think that Washington defense at home, traveling L.A. Charger team. Yeah, one o'clock um, game for a West Coast team. That's yeah, usually a tough not a one. Good sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take Washington in that one, but I, I, I think it's gonna be closer than we think. But I, think I think it's gonna it's be like seventeen be... fourteen. That's what I think. Like what's the close scoring? What's the what's this? What's the spread here? Yeah, what's it? Don't tell me. We go over or under. Um, so were you saying that you wanted the Jets versus Carolina? Uh, what, do I want that? Or no, where are you, are you saying that you're going with the Jets over Carolina? I'm going to go 
Carolina over the Jets. I, I think the Jets are pretty bad this season. I and think. I think Carolina's pretty defense is coming up. I like Sam Carolina's Darnold. I think team in general. Yeah. Other than the quarterback, yeah. Jets are also, I think, the youngest roster in the NFL. Arizona, Tennessee is really good. Yeah, I got Tennessee on that one. I'm not super high on Arizona this year. See if I'm wrong, but. I think this is the year Cliff, uh, Cliff gets kicked out the door. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go Tennessee. I, I, I still like Arizona. Depends on the matchup, though. I like a lot of players on their team. I just, I really, really don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury. Here's here's some here's some games here's some games that are fun but bad. This is a good fun bad game. Eagles Atlanta. That's gonna be a good bad game. Yeah. It is. It's, it's going to be a good bad game. I think I, Atlanta I think has a fun it. offense. I'm going to go Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going to win that game. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be, be uh, very close. Byron Burner. should be fun. Yeah. All right. So you're excited going to see Kyle Pitts. I think yeah. is that the I'm first time that we've, we've disagreed? Disagreed. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Bengals. That's going to be. I don't know what. I'm afraid. I don't know what to think of that. I think it's going to be pretty boring. I'm not sure how Joe, Joe Burrow's uh, knee's going to hold up. He hasn't yeah. played pretty good in the preseason. Nah, his. I heard bad things in camp too. Um, that's the only thing really keeping me from picking. The, oh God, I. So I picked them in like my weekly pick and pool that I'm in with my my dad, but um. I don't. I really think Minnesota is going to have a rough start to the year. Um, I think I might pick Cincinnati on in this one. And going into, I I don't think think so, man. I don't know, man. I think Cincinnati's bad. I think Cincinnati's really bad. I think they're bad too. I think the Vikings are low key bad too. I think the Vikings, like they have really good players, but I'm not like. I think there's just like something wrong in that building. I think there's something wrong with the culture. And like, as someone that's watched a lot of teams implode because of just a bad culture, I think that that could happen. I'll tell you, if they lose to the Bengals, they get caught sleeping and lose a close one to the Bengals. That's going to send that team into a tailspin. So I'm going to call that right now. And I have been brutally wrong on shit like that before, but that's where I'm pushing my chips in on. Because if I'm right, I look like a fucking genius. Yeah, it's I. I just here's the thing. I I think Minnesota's. I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I just said that. Well, I think he gets a lot of hate. I think he's decent, and I think he he does a really good job at getting the ball to Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. And I think Dalvin Cook's really good. Yeah, oh yeah, I love that. I like that offense. I think they're good enough to fucking put on. I think it's going to be blowouts by the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's going to be like 24 to 3, 24 10. We'll just see if uh if COVID takes them out. I bet the over on that. Huh? We'll see if COVID takes them out. <laughs> COVID versus COVID Kirk versus Cousins. Kirk Cousins. COVID with the pick six on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> then we got uh, who you who you got? Miami or New England? So, and, oh, before before you say this, I gotta say this: both the Dolphins fan base and the Patriots fan base are so confident they're gonna win. 
I have seen this on Twitter. I've seen this yeah. on like they are so both teams are fan bases are so confident about the are about both teams that it's going to be a bloodbath on Twitter on what whoever wins. It's going to if Miami Miami Twitter is like they're rabid. They're like they'll if you if you say anything bad about Tua, they're on your ass, which is appropriate because a lot of people hate on everything Tua does is like they're talking about it on the fucking next day. The fact that Tua wasn't a captain was like a huge conversation for that day on like every fucking debate Wait, channel. Tua is not a captain. No. Hmm. Who are your captains? It's Mac Hollins. You don't know who he is. He's a special teams captain. He's got to be right. He's no, a wide no, receiver. He's the, he's, the, he's the offensive captain. Okay. That well, that's not good. I'm just gonna say so objectively, that's not. Here's good. the thing: the way the way they voted for it was that you, you would, uh, if a player wanted to be captain, he had to go up and say that he what he was campaigning to be captain and had to give a little speech, and then players voted. Tua never raised his hand to be captain, so he was not voted against. And I think the reason he did it is because he wants to prove himself to the team before he takes over as captain. He wants to, like, let me go out there and actually play good before you elect me captain. I'm because just... all everything everything that I'm hearing from, like, Dolphins, all the reporters, that Tua has, like, in a crazy amount of leadership skills. And he, like, everybody on the receiving core is, like, he has, like, great rapport with pretty much everybody. So I don't think it's, like, a popular... I, I don't think it's because they didn't vote for him. I just don't think he's like ready to take it. All right. Well, I mean, we'll see how that pan. I'm going to say that from a neutral observer, that that sounds strange to me that the quarterback is not the cat, like a, a second year quarterback. If he was rookie, obviously that makes sense. But second year quarterback, um, that's it's strange. Uh, I. Oh, you're probably going to catch some vitriol from Dolphins Twitter. Don't don't take it as that I don't believe in your team because I do believe in your team. Uh, I think he does, guys. I think he's my friend. I think I'm excited to go on this journey of a Dolphin season with you. I'll be watching them closely. I do think it starts with a loss. I do think the Patriots. Right. Win. I think it's less about the Dolphins' ability. <laughs> I think it's more about Bill Belichick just being disgusted. With how much love Tom Brady, basically losing the war between Belichick and Brady last year. Um, I, I I'm just gonna say this like that you picked Brian Flores is like the best young head coach out there, and if you watch the tape of what he did to Justin Herbert, and like he's gonna he it's gonna be a defensive game because Brian Flores is gonna come at Mac Jones with everything everything. He is going to throw everything at Mac Jones. Can I re- it's going to be really interesting. Can I redeem myself to the Dolphins fan base? Sure. A little sneak preview. When I said the ceiling for the Bucks is 15-2, and two, I count one of those losses against the Dolphins. Ooh, that's breaking. That's breaking. I am more worried about playing the Dolphins than the Bills. Because think of it contextually. Brian Flores fucking knows Tom Brady. I think he's oh, going to yeah. dial up a great defensive game plan. It's going to be like a close, low-scoring game. I think the Dolphins win that. So I have them losing in week one, but I have you beating the Super Bowl champions. Anyone that wants to fucking ride my nuts, <laughs> you know, just put it out there. Uh, yeah. So I, I just got to say, I just feel like there's a lot, there was a lot of love for the Dolphins last year by the mainstream media, the lame stream media, like lame, call them stream, lame stream media. 
Uh, there was a lot of love for the Dolphins, but now that if people just hate on Tua, if he, if people want him to suck. It's so sad. He's like such a nice guy. There's like they just want him. It, it, to me, that's how it feels. He's I just the, feel like everybody's against him. If you follow professional wrestling, he's, he's the like Roman Reigns of the he's NFL. Done, you but know, he's done nothing to like to like even earn this much. Like people talking shit about him. Like he hasn't done anything. He's, he's just just a rookie. He's got to do <laughs> he what. Just, he's got to do what fellow Pacific Islander Roman Reigns did. You know, he pushes the baby face throughout college and everything. And first year in the pros, and just people weren't buying it. The fan base wasn't buying it. You know, was getting booed. So he's got to make that heel turn. He's got to get. You know, what he's got to do. He's got to be unlimited. Unlimited. He's got to. Be unlimited. He's got he's to like. He's got to fucking come out with some fuck you energy and like just, just like. I, I, I like he is he is I've seen him like in preseason this season like if this offense is like anything what I think it's gonna be fucking awesome like I think the often the co-offensive coordinator thing is working out really good because both those both those co-head the co-offensive coordinators one was for the uh tight ends which was like the best tight end group the Dolphins have had in I don't know how long like insane and then one was for the running backs and um, then we have like two of our rookies we had two like people we like drafted are on our in our running back room from the same college so it's gonna be really interesting i'm i'm hoping coach flow is like the next the, the coach that takes uh the game to the next level where like belichick kind of broke the game a little bit like i'm hoping coach flow is i see it one. with him dude i see it i see it with flow man i see it with flow i don't want to like I love Flo. I, I trust Flo all the way. I am ready. Like he can do no harm to me. Like he, like people are saying, is Brian Flores on the hot seat? No, you know who's on the hot seat? Chris Greer, the GM. Yeah, he is like he if anybody's on the hot seat, it's him. He if anybody's gonna get fired, it's gonna be him, not Brian Flores. Like no, don't make any mistakes about it. Yeah, I think because, uh, Brian Flores. When you look like when you look at his career so far as head coach of the Dolphins like from where they were at his first game to where he built them throughout that season and then in the last season it's like fucking insane because they look like potentially the worst team you've yeah. ever seen in that first game yeah and he's like in it by the end of the next year they were battling for the playoffs and it was awesome dude like he He's done a really good job with the young guys and the, getting the young guys to buy into his philosophy of one day at a time. Like if you if you listen to when you start listening to the Dolphins um uh press conferences, a lot the main like thread you'll see throughout everybody's press conferences, it's one day at a time. One day at a time. It's about this practice today. It's not about the game on Sunday. It's about today, today, today. That's like the main philosophy in the Dolphins whole organization is like focus on your job today, not tomorrow, today. So it's it's uh it's interesting to see everybody just buy into him. Like immediately when he got there, everybody was about that philosophy. So it's been cool to see like it's like we're finally back, you know what I mean? To like I can be excited for Dolphins football. Like the last two seasons I was never excited because I was like last season I was a great surprise for us to actually be like good. But when I went into the season, I was like, just come out alive, you know, get two of some starts, you know. You know, let's get these guys some reps, but it turned out to be like a really good season. So I'm going in with this pretty high expectations. Yeah. All right. Pats by let's three. Four o'clock. Browns, games. Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I got the I got the uh Browns. I got the Browns too. 
I think they're they're for real. This is also going to be a really good game, I think. Yeah. This is definitely the game. I would say the game of like the I would say the best game on Sunday. Yeah. Cleveland best teams playing. AFC it's an AFC championship rematch like this is fantastic. As of right now, week 1, I have the Browns coming out of the AFC. So I'm going mm-hmm. I'm going Cleveland on this one. Although this should be really I mean there's so many factors at play here too. Cuz you got like the Chiefs yeah. improved the offensive line so much and you know they I don't know about that after being embarrassed. I don't know about that. I think I don't do. know about that offense. I don't know. I'm not I'm not the biggest Orlando Brown fan as far as uh, pass blocking goes, so yeah, I, I think uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good. The, they have a good first week test against that Cleveland Browns rushing attack, That's uh, true. rushing defense. That's- so it's gonna be interesting. They're gonna immediately be put, put to the test. So if anything, it's good for the Chiefs to play them now. Well, I did not actually realize that they were starting two rookies in week one, um, but yeah. I, I still pick Cleveland. Uh, Creed Humphreys at center, right? Yeah, Creed Humphreys is pretty good. Yeah. He's supposed to be good. So. It's going to be baptism by fire for him his first week. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, gr- so we got Green Bay, New Green Orleans. Bay. Your boy Jameis is back. J-Boo back playing home game in Jacksonville. Oh, that That's going to be dude. fucking weird. Man, poor, poor city yeah. of New Orleans. Um, yeah. So I... I'm going to go Packers on this one. I mean, the Saints just have to, yeah. like, they're probably going to start off the year pretty rough just because of the instability in all their lives. Um, yeah. This is know, Aaron Rodgers' last dance, dude. He's, he's, no way he's going out with a, okay. no way he's starting the whole thing off with a, without a. I'm taking, it's taking <laughs> two minutes on Aaron Rodgers, this whole last dance shit. What has he fucking done to earn last dance shit? He's great at football. He's amazing. I get it. You're not fucking Michael Jordan. Are you delusional? This is our last dance. Fuck. Oh, the GMs like Jerry Krause. Nothing that you guys have done is anything like the Chicago Bulls cops. Not even fuck it. Like the fact that you think that it's in the same league is just concerning. Like they got to fucking scan his brain. It's I'm so tired of hearing this is their last dance. They can fucking dance their way on out of Ray J and we fucking bounce them in the playoffs again. Ooh, scathing. Not scared of the Packers at all. You heard it here. I got the Packers defense in fantasy, so I hope they lock J-Boo down. Well, even if they don't lock J-Boo down, J-Boo's probably going to fuck himself over a couple times. So <laughs> I think that you have a It's going to be interesting to, to see how, how Sean Payne uses a vertical passing game. Yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see just how Sean Payton handles this year in general. Like, this will be another thing. It's yeah. not, doesn't have the fanfare, obviously, they, of Belichick versus Brady. So, New Orleans is so fucked by their by their whole cap situation. Yeah. Like, they are so fucked. It's really They're just so by fucked. COVID. Because, like, they thought that yeah. they were going to have well, this big influx of money coming. And they ended up having $25 million less. You know, they thought they were going to probably gain, like, $10 million. So it's basically like a thirty-five yeah. million dollar difference, and they were going to be over the cap anyway, probably. But I mean, Jesus, they got really fucked with that. Um, yeah, it sucks, but not my team, my division rival. So hey, <laughs> couldn't be me. <laughs> rough, uh, <laughs> rough, rough luck of the draw there for New Orleans. There's some fucking voodoo going yeah. on over there that's cursing that team. Champagne just has to batten down the hatches for the like, next two seasons. Yeah. I mean, it's. If I don't see, if I'm them, I'd start. I'd start fucking losing now. 
tank it. <laughs> Start well. losing now. Hey, they Start losing now because you need some draft capital, my man. They brought Jameson. That's a great way to, to lose but sell tickets. You know? Yes. Like, that's he's he's an enigma. So, but yeah, I got yeah. Packers in week one there. Um, Broncos and, and Giants. This snoozer. Yeah. Snoozer. I Bad news even. for uh, Drew Locke that he couldn't beat out Teddy Bridgewater. Not good. I do think the Broncos will be a decent team this year, though. All Teddy's got to do is manage the game. He's, mm, and he's got weapons. I don't know. Defense is good. He's got weapons. Yeah. Got a good, should have good. a good running game. I'm a big believer in Javante Williams. I think I think they will be in the conversation. I think it's going to be a really tough road for them to actually get into the playoffs. But I think I can see them in like the nine and eight kind of range. I'm going to say Drew Locke takes the starting reins from Teddy at some point this season. Ooh. Ooh. Man, I, I want For Teddy sure. to do well. I like Teddy. You know, I just, it just sucks what happened to him. Um, yeah. And I, I just, I think it's like, when I want to, it's going to be interesting because he has to play in like Denver gets cold. I mean, he's going to have to push the ball downfield. I mean, they got some great vertical weapons. Yeah. Hey, thin air. Push that ball a little yeah. further than other places. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the good news for him is that he's playing the Giants in week one, and they suck dick, so, you know. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You know, sucking dick is a skill, but does not translate to the football field Isn't particularly it? well. I think it's, like, I know some people that are high on the Giants, which is just absurd to me. Um, I if It should concern you greatly that there was a brawl at practice at training camp and their starting quarterback was at the bottom of the pile and everyone just kept beating the shit out of each other and didn't give a fuck that he was down there I, you don't see that, that with winning teams you don't that's just not something i've ever seen from a winning team um so i i think that they're gonna have a really really bad year and uh it's, it's gonna be a short term for joe judge hmm I kind of have to agree with you on that. You have Denver. I don't believe in Danny Dimes. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on Danny uh, Dimes. I think this is a good game. Chicago at Rams to for Sunday night football. Um, I think I, I'm inter- I'm really excited to see what the Rams offense looks like with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, they should absolutely win this game, but I'm sure it might be a little close just with Matthew Stafford. That, defense, that Chicago defense is pretty good. The Chicago yeah. defense is pretty good, so okay. they should. Uh, it's a good test, another good test for a good team. And they got Andy Dalton in there as a crash test dummy to get fucked up by Aaron Donald, yeah. and then you get <laughs> Justin Fields. He can start either week two or potentially like yeah. I think it's week four against and, the Lions. Yeah, and also it's uh, the Rams' first home game with fans. Dude, I can't wait so to see that stadium so filled with fans. Yeah. That, that stadium is beautiful. SoFi. Yeah, yeah SoFi, SoFi Stadium. Yeah, the student loan refinancing. Cool. They send me letters. <laughs> Every, every hey. month. Hey, we see that you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Would you like us to refinance your loan? Um, uh, and, but I like the Rams in this one, for sure. I like the Rams in this one. I, the Bears are... I don't think they win the NFC North, but I think they make it interesting. Mm. Yeah, it depends on when Justin Fields takes over. So I think he'll take over pretty early. He's either, I think the G or yeah, probably the GM and the owner is probably going to go up to Matt Nagy and be like week three or four and be like, look, buddy, especially if they're like one and two or something like that or one and three, be like, look, you either put Justin Fields in now 
or we're just going to fire you and let the interim coach put in Justin Fields. So yeah, that's he's going to start early. I think I, by October he should yeah. be the starting quarterback. And then we close out week one with Baltimore, Las Vegas. Sadly, Baltimore is in the middle of this. They're they're in the beginning of their season of hell with injuries. Yeah. Losing J.K. Dobbins, then Gus Edwards, and then they lost. Who they lose? They lose Marcus Peters. They lost all Marcus to ACL Peters. injuries. Yeah, they lost Marcus the Peters and Gus we- Edwards to ACL injuries in practice on back to back plays. In like in the worst time possible, like right before the season starts. Yeah. Like what can you do? So they just signed Latavius Murray, which I think is a good little uh, duct tape signing for them. Yep. So Le'Veon didn't make the cut, huh? I think he's in the practice squad. <laughs> yeah, Bell on the practice squad. That's um. Yep. He's yeah. Wow. Wow. What a fall from grace. <laughs> well, hopefully he has a redemption season. Okay, and I think Las Vegas is also bad, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a real. Uh... I don't know, and it's it's also a big game because it's the Raiders' first game with fans in the stands. Yeah. I got Vegas, and just given everything that's happened to Baltimore. First I can't wait to see what that, what that crowd is going to look like. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really interested. Like, I... I mean, it's Vegas, right? So you still got to have like the hardcore, like Cholo Raider fans, like going yeah, hard. Yeah, they're going to drive out from everywhere to come to this game. Yeah, it should be pretty sick. I think the Raiders yeah. uh, win this. I one think the Raiders going to win this. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I don't because yeah, I, I, I think I think we both think this that John Gruden has is like has to be on some kind of hot seat here. Yeah, the only thing fucking keeping him like in his seat is the fucking hundred million dollars that the Raiders committed to. Him. Yeah, so. Uh, which insane bad roi i would say i don't know what they were expecting to happen yeah. um i mean mike mayock is a fucking idiot <laughs> he is a moron they literally got a guy wrote fucking columns for nfl.com to be their general manager um and surprise surprise they fucking blow so um antonio brown literally would have rather frozen his feet off than play for that franchise so that should give you a good idea of where you know they're standing at. But I do think they yeah. beat Baltimore. Um, I just don't want to hear any Lamar slander this year. Fucking whatever happens this year, not his fault. Unless he's getting jerked yeah. off on a massage table, not consensually, not his fault. Didn't Rashad Bateman also get injured with the Raiders? He's on IR. They're... He's on IR. Oh, yeah, God. which could only be like three weeks as they're carrying over the rules from yeah. last year, but... I have yeah. no idea to be honest, um, but yeah, that's going to put him behind the eight ball. So I, if they do get a rapport, it won't be to the end of the season. I'm not a huge Sammy Watkins fan myself, so same. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, he's really got nothing. Mark Andrews got an extension, for what that's worth. Um, it, dude, he set the price for the fucking dude. He he's there's some GMs sign these players to. Like they signed Mark Andrews to this, so it could just fuck up the whole f- tight end free agency market the next soft season. Because now the Dolphins are gonna have to pay Mike Gesicki fifteen mil, <laughs> which I don't know if which, I do that. I don't know either. But again, if you look at Mac Mark Andrews' stats compared to Mike Gesicki's stats, and Mike Gesicki's playing a contract year, so I think he's gonna ball out. Yeah, I expect him to have a good year. Bitch. So. 
Uh, well, I, I mean, am not looking forward to it. I don't. I would just keep an eye on the Tampa Bay tight end market. I mean, all three of those guys could be starters on another team. Um, so you're probably going to get a bargain with one of those guys because the Bucks going to have to clear some cap space eventually. Um, through that, yeah, I fucking that was a ridiculously high deal. But it's good to know that that franchise values my fantasy player that much. So I'm hoping he gets a whole lot of targets seeing as there's really not a lot of weapons on that team whatsoever. So I don't see why he shouldn't get a bunch of targets. Yeah. And also I, we, we just, we have Hunter long. We drafted Hunter long from BC from, uh, what the fuck is he from? Uh, Boston college. Oh yeah. I remember reading about him in the lead up to the draft. He's, he's had a pretty good camp. Like people were saying like, he looked like a legit, he looked like, he looks like a stud. So, Looks fucking hot out there. Do you have a nice yeah. hunk of and, beef. And uh, if the Dolphins lose, lose on if the Dolphins lose on Monday, I think we're good to wrap I'm not up saying this. our week one yeah, preview uh, with the discussion you know, of Hunter Long's progression. Of, uh, execution. Maybe, maybe our entire team needs to be executed after tonight. <laughs> Only execution. I wasn't a fan of was a fucking Brian Kelly's execution of that joke. That was (laughs) the worst fucking way to reference that John McKay quote. Um, I like his response. Like, was everyone so PC? They asked that one next to you. Like, no, it was just a fucking dumb way to bring up that joke. (laughs) Um, yeah, man, that game between Notre Dame and FSU. Did you watch any of it? I did. Not, I watched the highlights. It was wild. But uh, yeah, your boy, my boy, McKenzie. I'm surprised they lost. Honestly, yeah, yeah, it was a bummer. Um, fucking basically, Mike Norvell just iced his own kicker. Um, I get it though, because he was trying to save him 13 yards, but he made the 50 yard kick and then missed the 37 yard kick in overtime. Notre Dame kicks field goal in second possession overtime, wins. Uh, Mackenzie Milton looked amazing though. I wonder if they're going to start him this week. Over, um, what is his name? Chris Travis, right? That's their starting quarterback over in Florida State, who was yeah not very impressive uh, during that game. Um, that was an amazing game, though. It was probably probably the game of the week. Uh, they, I, I gotta be honest, Eric, you're gonna dislike me for this. Um, I'm not rooting for them more than the Gators, but I am rooting for the Knolls this year. Cause I, I, root I, I always I always root for those stinky racist knolls. So. Um, <laughs> hey, all right, you know, uh, yeah. fucking, <laughs> would it make you feel better if I called them the Florida State football team? Sure, that's how. It, honestly, if, you, if you're, you know, yeah, they probably they probably give the Seminole tribe so much fucking money that it really does. Like, I really do believe it doesn't excuse the brown face that occurs every Saturday. I'm you sorry, you don't know how much it they're paying the Seminole tribe. You don't know how much they're paying. <laughs> it might <laughs> enough for brown face, enough for a white dude to put on brown face. I've been to this. I've been to the Seminole tribe's Hard Rock Casino in Tampa. It's pretty nice. I think they're doing all right. I think Florida State's hooking them. Up pretty well, but hey, here's the thing: Why can't a Seminole Indian do that? Why could? Why do they have to be a white guy? Do you think they give a fuck? They're trying to fucking make money. They're not trying to fucking sweat their ass off in a swamp in Tallahassee and fucking throw a dumb spear into the ground in front of a bunch of he's drunk where, fucking twenty year olds. He's in brown face with blue eyes, dude. Come on, 
I'm not a fan of Chief Osceola. I just want to put that out there. I'm just saying. Florida's... I don't know. You sound like you're defending him. Uh, no, I don't. I fucking. I think it'd be hilarious if Chief Osceola got fucking shot at the next game. But I think that Florida State's hooking up the Seminole Tribe with a good chunk of change. That I don't think we really need to worry about it. No, I just like to poke fun of it because it's just like to me something so inexcusable. Whenever. Uh... It a is hilarious. Florida State fan, which, if that was happening in a, um, with a professional sports team, like an actual business, and not in Tallahassee, <laughs> like the Redskins were doing this. If yeah, the Redskins oh, were doing this. Washington was doing this. Their name uh, would have changed a long time ago. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, and now coming out, Chief Wakatake. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's a and, white dude. It's Dan Snyder and brown face. And I will say the tomahawk chop is uncomfortable. Like I recommend watching Florida State games on mute um, if they're in Tallahassee. Uh, it's uncomfortable, but so so uncomfortable. You know, I, nothing I beats be... the gator chomp. I'll tell you, doesn't look like anything else other than clapping. Uh, Can't misdrew that for any yeah, racist and uh... yeah, you guys <laughs> have such like an such catchy tunes like fucking Gary Two Bits or whatever his name is. One bit. It's two bits. No, it's two three bits. It's it's two bits, four bits, six bits, bits a dollar. If you're a fan of the Gators, get up and holler. And holler. I will say got, uh, best game day experience I've ever been to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Oh yeah, dude. I I I had season tickets uh two seasons ago and it was awesome. Like going every Saturday and stuff. Like nothing sick. beats it. SEC football, man. It's a shit. Well, that's yeah. a, it's a good time to pivot to uh, what's going to go on with Florida this week. Is it Emory Jones is still starting, or are they going to give it to Anthony Richardson, or is it? Uh, so split low. You guys in uh, Emory Jones is the he's a soft. I think he's a redshirt sophomore, and he's supposed to take. He's supposed to be the heir apparent to the throne of Dan Mullen's quarterback tree. He's been hyped up. I have been a fan of his since he was recruited. I was like, this guy's going to be legit. He's going to be great. But here's the thing with him. I, I'm not sure if you saw, but during the bowl, I think the SEC championship game or a bowl game, he was in the game. He was in the red zone. He just drove us all the way down. And you could tell, and you could just tell he was, he was like, something was wrong with him. He like looks down, he throws up and then he calls the play and runs the play. Damn. I feel like he gets nervous. He has like nerves, really bad nerves. Maybe, yeah. And because like he was so bad, he was so bad against FAU, so bad. And I don't like. I'm I'm not worried about it yet. I'm gonna be worried about it if he's bad again on us uh, on Saturday against the USF because we should kick USF's ass. USF got fucking shut up by NC State last week, so yeah, yeah. you guys should yeah. absolutely put a beat down on them. We should we should put a beat down on them. Um, and, but Anthony Richardson, mm, mm, the Gators got a stud. The Man. Gators got a stud. Anthony I'm Richardson, so in my opinion, could win himself the starting job in this game because oh, I think we're going to see both like, of them again. Anthony Richardson is—he's a redshirt freshman. He ha- he was on the team last year, but due to COVID, if you played your if you played less than six games, you could still be considered a redshirt freshman. Oh, nice. So he was able to do that, and yeah. he he went to Gainesville. He went he went to high school in Gainesville. He went to East Side. Shout out! And uh, he grew up in Gainesville his whole life. So and like now he's wearing fifteen. This is his new number because last year he wore two. And I love 
that number 15 is not retired a retired number obviously because tim tebow and i want to I, I i like the idea of like carrying on the legacy of the number yeah like soccer like a really good player yeah like soccer like number 10 so i would love 15 to be our number 10 but like he hurdled somebody a linebacker Dude. with such ease effortless like insane athleticism and he did you see that that fucking 50 yard run yeah, yeah, I watched the highlights, dude. He Jets, that dude is fast. fast, and he's a quarterback. I think if they he can need put to it together, him. dude. It, yeah, if he could put it together in the offensively, like I want to see him throw the ball a little bit more. But Emery has to—he could win his job back easily if he just puts up a like a fucking awesome performance against USF and blows him out. He can definitely win his job back because we have Alabama in week three and. God, God help us. I am so God excited. I am so excited for that game. I'm pulling so hard for UF. It's at it's at UF, man. And the and I'm going to tell you right now, that place is going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah crazy. That's going to be a super spreader for sure. It's going to be a packed oh, house. Oh, yeah. Packed house, gonna... 30% vaccination rate, baby. Gainesville. <laughs> Gainesville, let's go. But I, I think that the, the Gators defense is... I would say better than last year. I like what I'm seeing from the pass rush. And again, the Gators defense needs doesn't need to be amazing, just needs to be good enough to get a three and out when we when it counts in like the fourth quarter. Because if we would have got like at least two in the SEC championship game, we would have beat Alabama. Because our offense was we our offense was not if not better than Alabama's offense last year. Their defense was just so good. Right. Are so much better than ours that it was able to stop our offense. But our offense last year was so good. Yeah, it'd be right. nice to have Kyle Trask this year. It'd be a different conversation. Oh my god, we would be competing for a fucking college football playoff, dude. Yeah. What do you What do you think about Texas and Oklahoma joining the party? I think it's good. I think it adds. It's always good to see more money. It's it's also very cool because I think Florida and Texas already agreed on playing each other in like twenty 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 five or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So they, Florida and Texas, deals. yeah. But it's interesting. Like Oklahoma to me reminds me a lot about a lot of. Uh, it reminds me of Florida a lot as far as like just the uh, way they run everything over there. So it's gonna be interesting to see them in the conference. I think Texas in the conference is probably the biggest money influx we'll see in a while. It's gonna be really cool to see like Alabama going to Austin, Texas to play the Texas the Longhorns. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. And apparently, Clemson and Florida State yeah. wanted to get into, but not yet. I guess if a couple teams oh, leave, Clemson, the I think SEC. has the open. I think Clemson. I think Clemson has the open invitation to SEC anytime they want it. I think the ACC just they can't let them go. Now the ACC would be fun. ACC needs to do everything they can to get Notre Dame, so that way they yeah. can be competitive. Big Twelve sent out their invites today to Cincinnati, uh, BYU, uh, Houston, and yep, UCF, who had a fucking crazy Week One game. Very entertaining. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, now, I can sign, I can the, finally admit that I'm a UCF fan because now they're like not going to be a joke anymore. They're going to be in the worst power, power five, five conference, but it will be a power five, <laughs> which I will take. It's better than the All American Conference. So, it'll be hilarious. Like next season, like uh, the NCAA comes out and says we're taking the big, we're, we're taking the Power Five away from the big. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they effectively will. <laughs> you know, they get they. I mean the. 
the Big 12, I mean, fucking, if you look at what's left, there's some good teams on there, but it's really just like the the kind of good, respectable teams that no one wants. I mean, really for basketball, it's more interesting than anything. Um, so, I like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm excited to see UCF basketball develop between them football-wise, oh, you know, to develop. Um, yeah. if, that's, that's interesting to if, see. What, if like the that. Big 12 was smart, they would try to steal Kentucky away from the SEC. Yeah, I mean, I think the SEC is probably going to, they should kick out Vanderbilt. <laughs> they have a fucking, it makes no sense the Vanderbilt team around. Didn't they even lose they to like an FCS team? Vanderbilt, they yeah. scored like three points yeah. on <laughs> FCS yeah. team. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> and like they did the worst thing. They fired their head coach, Derek Mason. And he was actually, Uh-oh. like to me, a really good head coach. I think he's he coaching to somewhere else now. wide receiver for the Titans, right? Yeah. No, no, he's a defensive coach. Coach, I know that. Oh, and now he's a defense coordinator for Auburn. Yeah, he's a great coach. Like, they got, they fucked up getting rid of him. He was, like, a really good head coach. And, like, he was always, like, I, if he was coached, they wouldn't have lost that game, that FPS game. Oh, this is a different so. Derek Mason. There was, oh, okay, so this, yeah, there's another Derek Mason that did mm-hmm. play receiver for the Titans and Ravens, but... Vanderbilt, Derek Mason, different. Yeah, Vanderbilt yeah, could get kicked out, but honestly, like, if the SEC is going to be their own league, you kind of want, like, your own FCS team in the league, and Vanderbilt can be that, and they, you know, yeah. boost the GPA up a bit, so. Oh, they do, definitely. That school is, it's a good, it is a good school. Yeah, and Nashville's a good market, so I think, I think they'll be able yeah. to stick around there, but they are a And basketball-wise, Vanderbilt, and basketball-wise, Vanderbilt's always respectable, so. Yeah, didn't Darius Garland go to Vanderbilt? I don't think so. I think no, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of players went to Vanderbilt. Yeah, so they, yeah, they they have their their merit. They have their value. I do think that um, teams that are flight risk would be like Mizzou, potentially Kentucky if they got a big offer, and then maybe Mississippi State because I don't. That's another team where I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Anywhere, yeah, like, they got well. Ever since Dan Mullen left, they just been. Yeah, you were in the white water. They could go to the Big Twelve but, and have like actually yeah. a chance to win a conference. Um, yeah, but they have they have um, what do they got? They have a rivalries. They have too many important SEC rivalries at this point, like Ole Miss versus Mississippi State, huge game. The Egg yeah. Bowl. They call it the Egg Bowl. Name. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can keep the Egg Bowl too. Like you, you have one game. Um, it's it's all a matter of like if the SEC doesn't want to play anybody other than yeah. themselves, but if they do have like give like one or two games, Mississippi State can still play the Egg Bowl, would have a better chance to conference. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for the SEC to lose a couple if they were going to stay at an easy even sixteen. Because if like if Mizzou yeah. or Mississippi State or Kentucky also, left, they could slot no, in Clemson and FSU. Dude, no way Kentucky leaves the SEC. Uh, they con- SEC needs Kentucky for basketball. Like, yeah, SEC no, is nothing without Kentucky basketball. That's what I'm saying. Like the Big Twelve would need to like to fuck them, like to fuck them back. The Big Twelve would have to throw like the fucking racks at Kentucky, because otherwise no they're way. gonna the Big Twelve will lose so much money. Like them losing Oklahoma basketball sucks. Like not mm-hmm. just football, but like Oklahoma is a great basketball program. So they they need to do something big. They need to steal somebody big. From someone, sure. Yeah, I mean, well, it's be interesting to see. I mean, college football. I mean, they're 
the playoffs are going to be expanded next season, right? I mean, that's, it's that's going. Is it happen. going to twelve teams? Is that what they're landing? Yeah, on? it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, seems like a lot. But... Everybody's yeah. Everybody's saying it's going to happen. So it's going to be. I, I'm excited. I would. I would love if the SEC was just like you know what we're just you're just going to play SEC teams. Like no, we're going to treat this like a real league. I'd love that. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Um, but again, I think the you can't do that because there you need to at least have one or two games because rivalries are really important. So yeah, you probably Florida want to, has like, to play Florida State every yeah. year so. unless they just invite Florida State. In. It's the law, Nick. Did you know it's the law? I do know it's a law. It's gotta it's the happen. Law. Florida has to play. They yeah. I mean, just solve it by inviting Florida State in. Like really, just no, no. I cannot do that. Come on. No. Come on. No. It's what the people want. No, because then they'll have that. They can't have the SEC. They can't have that. <laughs> no. It's on them being the shitty ACC forever. <laughs> yes, they cannot come. No, because we have that. We can say that about them. We, I know that can't happen. I can't. I won't. I won't let it happen. Won't let it happen. Not, not even if we got Clemson in the SEC. <laughs> if it means the Clemson getting in the SEC, no way. Stay, you can stay in the ACC. FSU is not coming to the SEC. Not wow. happening. The hate's real. Hate's real. It's not the hate. It's just that that can't we. That's like a, one of the bragging rights the Gators have. I can't lose that one. I can't lose it. That's a big one. So I can't lose it. It's the other one that you don't have a racist mascot. Yes. Just racist fans. I can't. I can't be a straw man, Nick. I can't be a straw man. <laughs> I have. I gotta say. I mean, I I like the Gators, um, and I've been to a few of their games, and man. Gators fans are fucking wild. Like I didn't sit with the students. I sat around like fifty year old men yelling at teenagers and boy, boy, <laughs> it, gets, it gets really. Wild. The student section is pretty fun too. But like, there's some weird Gator students. The weirdest pair I saw was it was a it, it, it looked like a like they're a part of a frat, but it was like five dudes dressed like cowboys with like cowboy boots on with metal on their cowboy boots on the bottom of their boots, mm-hmm. and they whenever the Gators were uh, on defense. And they would just like stop their metal boots on like the uh, on the metal uh, bench seats, really fucking loud, yeah. like all the time. That's they smart. would just do that. Yeah, I thought that story was gonna take like a violent fucking turn. Malik Davis, fuck <laughs> man, he fucking sucks. <laughs> Felipe fucking sucks. Felipe did fucking suck, <laughs> dude. I heard that so much. Felipe fucking sucks. Oh shit! So you had season tickets for the Felipe Franks here. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was a. Oof. That was a ride. It was good though. We beat Joe. We beat Joe Burrow at home before Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow, and it was a great game. That game was awesome. We went on like a on a pick six. It was great. Yeah, I I fucking hope to God that the game next week is close. Hope to God. But it should be a blowout this weekend. Yeah, it should be a blowout. Yeah, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Um, so this episode is like the longest any episode will be. Yeah, so I feel like we've said that a lot, but this time we're like for real. That's why we're gonna just split it up into two because this is like us catching yeah. up on basically everything. So we haven't done this, and I, who gives a fuck? Like if you're listening to this, yeah. like you're either not gonna listen to it or you are, and like there's 15 people. Like you know, just fucking. Hater raids in the fridge. You want to fucking hate on the link? Go grab it. I'm gonna sip on this cool W I picked up from the Cowboys last night and ride my wave. Make a couple people miss. <laughs>
anything to say? To yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in favor of uh, execution. <laughs> God. I hope Notre Dame fucking sucks this year. Just because I don't like Brian Kelly. <laughs> Me too, man. Alright, guys. See you later.